You're listening to SBS News. European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen says she supports listing Iran's Revolutionary Guards as a terrorist organization in response to human rights violations in the country. Ties between the EU member states and Iran have deteriorated in recent months as efforts to revive nuclear talks have stalled. Iran has detained several European nationals, and the bloc has become increasingly critical of a continuing violent crackdown on protesters, including executions. The actions of the Iran regime are atrocious and horrible, and they are trampling fundamental human rights um, with their feet. So it is unbelievable what we are seeing, uh, what is happening in Iran, and there needs a very strong message and a very strong uh, reaction. And therefore, we are looking indeed in a new uh, round of sanctions, and I would support uh, also listing uh, the Revolutionary Guards. I've heard several ministers asking for that, and I think they are right. Ms. von der Leyen spoke on the sidelines of the World Economic Forum in the Swiss ski resort of Davos. The EU is discussing a fourth round of sanctions against Iran's government over the protest crackdowns and its supply of weapons to Russia. There are reports members of the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps are to be added to the sanctions list next week. But some member states have called for the bloc to go further and classify the Islamic Revolutionary Guards as a terrorist organization. The designation would mean it would become a criminal offense to belong to the core, attend its meetings, and carry its logo in public. Finland's foreign minister, Pekka Havisto, says the country's capital punishment regime, stalling of the nuclear deal, and supply of drones and weapons to Russia needs a firm reaction. Well, I think there are several components on this Iran debate. First is, of course, the appalling situation on the human rights currently in, in Iran and these uh, capital punishments that uh, Iran has been uh, implementing uh, against the opposition. It's, it's definitely something that we don't accept, and it's important that we react very strongly to human rights situation in Iran, and particularly to Iranian women and so forth. The second issue, I would say a negative issue from the Iranian side, has been their military support to Russia sending drones, sending weapons to, to Russia to attack Ukraine, and definitely this is something that, that we should also condemn with the very strong words. Widespread anti-government demonstrations erupted in Iran in September after the death of a young Kurdish-Iranian woman, Masa Amini, who had been detained by morality police for allegedly flouting the strict dress code imposed on women. Iranian leaders vow tough action against protesters they have described as rioters, accusing enemies, including the United States, of fomenting the unrest. Iran's foreign minister, Hussein Amir Abdullahian, maintains that Ms. Amini died of natural causes. To see an Iranian girl die of natural causes saddened us. But the truth is that foreign meddlers at the Western cyberspace conducted an organized offensive campaign with special political objectives against the Islamic Republic of Iran. Mr. Amir Abdullahian is incensed at the world's reaction to the ongoing protests in his country and draws a parallel to Israeli soldiers' killing of a Palestinian Al Jazeera reporter. If the West is really the defender of the rights of women around the world and the region, why it didn't show any reaction to the murder of Shirin Abu Akli? 
a female Christian Palestinian journalist at the hands of the fake regime of Israel. Britain's foreign minister, James Cleverly, says 61-year-old Alireza Akbari, a British-Iranian national who was executed by Iran on Saturday, was lured back to the country three years ago before facing an arbitrary legal process. On Saturday morning, Iran's regime announced that it had executed Alireza Akbari, a British-Iranian dual national. An ordeal which began just over three years ago when he was lured back to Iran. He was detained and then subject to the notorious and arbitrary legal process of the regime. Before his death, Mr Akbari described what was done to him and how torture had been used. Let there be no doubt he fell victim to the political vendettas of a vicious regime. His execution was the cowardly and shameful act of a leadership which thinks nothing of using the death penalty as a political tool to silence dissent and settle internal scores. Mr. Akbari, who once served as Iran's deputy defense minister, was executed on charges of spying for Britain, despite calls from London and Washington, D.C. for his release. Mr. Cleverly says the UK government will discuss what steps it can take with allies to end the repression of everyday Iranians. Now we should consider what further steps, alongside our allies, we take to counter the escalating threat from Iran. We do not limit ourselves to the steps that I have already announced. Mr. Akbari's execution follows decades of pitiless repression by a ruthless regime. Britain stands with the brave and dignified people of Iran as they demand their rights and freedoms. Just how much courage that takes is shown by the appalling fact that over 500 people have been killed and 18,000 have been arrested during a recent wave of protests. Britain is expected to make a decision in the coming weeks on whether it will designate the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps as a terrorist organization. Assam al-Ghalib, SBS News.